Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, a consultant in adult education, director of Go Teach Global, and author of the book Men Alive. Dr. Jim. If I died after recording this broadcast, and I am not planning to do so, would my final words today have any more significance than something I may have said earlier in my life? Perhaps, but I'm guessing that if you knew for certain this was your last day on earth, you might leave a message for your family and friends. Like the night my wife and I were watching the news on TV, and we heard about a group of miners trapped in a mine. Knowing they had only enough oxygen to last a few more minutes, maybe one hour at best, each miner had written a letter to his wife and family. I asked Rita, so dear, what would you write if you had only one hour left to live? She thought and she thought and then said, here's a list of the women you don't marry. (laughs) That does sound like Rita's sense of humor. Well, this got me thinking of the last words our Lord spoke to his disciples before he ascended into heaven, as found in Matthew twenty-eight, nineteen and 20. He said, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Paul, did you notice anything wrong in the verse I just read? The verse sounds familiar, especially where you said, Teach these new disciples all the commands I have given you. But you left out two words. And those words are... To obey. You got it. Jesus said to his disciples, Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. At the beginning of this and every program, we say, Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. Correct. So if we are going to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ, we need to know the specific commands Christ gave to us in the scriptures. And we are to obey these commands. That's it. Knowledge, knowing the commands of God, is half the process. We need knowledge plus obedience. So I went through a number of Christ's commands that we are specifically told to obey today. Number one, and perhaps the most important, we must agree with Jesus' primary command in John 14, 15, where he said, If you love me, keep my commandments. Keeping the commands of Jesus begins with recognizing what they are. As I read a selection, let's ask God to help us observe these words, apply them, and faithfully follow them throughout our lifetime. First, to prove we love Christ, we must repent of our sins and become one of his disciples. In Matthew 4, Jesus' first command was, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Then he added, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. We cannot assume every man listening is a Christ follower. So that is the first command, men. Repent. Confess your sins to God and become a follower of Jesus Christ. That is the beginning of a new life as Christ's disciple. Now comes the harder part. As a disciple of Christ, he commands us in Matthew 5, 11, and 12 to rejoice when we are persecuted for being a follower of Christ. Rejoice? That's almost the first command he taught his disciples. 
rejoice. And then he adds in Matthew 5.16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. A number of Christ's commands have to do with relationships. First, we are told to honor all of God's laws and the teaching of his prophets. But we are also to have good relationships with people. Jesus said to be reconciled to your brother before you come to worship God and give him any gift. Matthew 5, 25. That is very similar to the teaching in 1 Samuel 15, 22-23, where King Saul disobeys God's command, rationalizes, and says he was saving the animals for a sacrifice. Samuel says, Obedience is better than sacrifice, and submission is better than offerings. You are listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham. For a PDF of our textbook, Standing Strong Through the Storm, contact Dr. Jim at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Dr. Jim would be so encouraged to hear from you today. Please contact him at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Your encouragement is vital for the continuation of this program. Jesus also had a command for men about how to respect women by not lusting. Jesus said, Whoever looks on a woman to lust after her has committed adultery with her already in his heart. Matthew five twenty-eight to 30 In other words, men, no lustful looks, no pornography, for sure. And he commanded us to keep our word so people can trust us in our relationships. Probably our Lord's toughest commandment was, Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Matthew five forty four to 46 We are commanded to love our enemies. One man said, I don't have to like everything they do. I just have to love them for who they are, a fellow human made in the image of God. Christ's next command talks about doing our spiritual disciplines in secret. I once spoke at a house church in Dhaka, Bangladesh, one of the more densely populated countries we have visited. Based on their Islamic cultural background, men sat on the floor in one room and women sat on the floor in a second room. Both rooms faced a podium at the front. As the speaker, I could see both groups, but the men could not see the women. I was teaching about the commands of Jesus from Matthew 6, 1 to 18. Jesus taught, when we give money, we do it in secret. When we fast, we do it in secret. And when we pray, we do it in secret. When you pray, Jesus said, enter your closet and close the door and pray in secret. I spotted a closet door near the speaker's podium. So to demonstrate my point, I started moving towards the closet door. Just then, my host spoke with a loud voice from the back of the room. Uh, Jim, we do not go into that closet to pray. That is the water closet, or as they say in Canada, the toilet. We all shared a laugh in the middle of the sermon, but I never forgot that command of Christ to pray in secret in my closet. When I committed my life to Jesus Christ, I was apprehensive about how God would provide resources for me if I resigned from my government job of teaching children and went to seminary for three years to study the Bible. Then one day I read this command of Christ in Matthew 6, 33. 
Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. All fears were gone. And I can say over the past 50 years, I have never lacked anything that I needed to serve God as long as my life was oriented towards doing his will, not mine. Tell the listeners about the telephone call you got back in Bible college days that relate to Christ's command in Matthew 7, 1. While at Bible college, I took a job as manager of a group home for recovering alcoholics. One day the phone rang and a stern voice on the other end said, Are you the student from the Bible college who is now managing Quinton Warner House? I answered, Yes. The voice said, Good. Read Matthew 7, 1 and hung up. I opened my Bible and read, Do not judge others and you will not be judged. Wow. Another command I needed to obey. I was to assist men with addictive challenges without passing judgment on their character. Bible college proved to be a training ground for another of Christ's commands. When it comes to prayer, Jesus commanded, Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. I discovered that when you ask according to God's will, He answers every prayer in one of four ways. He may give us what we ask if it's according to His will, or He may deny the request because we did not ask according to His will. He may delay the answer because our timing is off, or defer to an even better answer. Hallelujah! Jesus gave some very clear commands that he expects us to obey if we are truly wanting to be conformed to his image. These are the things he demonstrated to his disciples on earth and now asks us to do as his followers. For example, honor your father and mother. That does not take a lot of explanation, men, for what it means. Just have to do it. Keep clear relations. Matthew 5, Matthew 18. Take the initiative to be an agent of reconciliation by forgiving others in interpersonal relations. Jesus even offered forgiveness to his persecutors from the cross. One pastor we met in Indonesia said, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. So I thought I only had to forgive if they did not know what they were doing. They knew what they were doing when they burned my house. They knew what they were doing when they killed my wife. They knew what they were doing when they burned my church. So I never thought I had to forgive them. I now see I was wrong. I want to obey Christ's command and forgive my enemies. And the list keeps going. Take your Bible and begin underlying specific commands Christ gave to his disciples. There are some 50 of them in the New Testament. Let me conclude with a question Jesus was asked by an expert in religious law. Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. Every command of Christ is to be followed if we are seeking to be conformed to his image. And every command of Christ is to be taught to those who become disciples. 
just as Jesus said in Matthew 28:19:20. Therefore go, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples all the commands I have given you. Oh, oh, no. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. There you have it, men. Our calling is to obey the commands of Christ and then teach his disciples to obey his commands. For a free PDF copy of the third edition of our book, Standing Strong Through the Storm, contact Dr. Jim at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. Visit our website at goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks, on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, reminding you that Jesus said in Luke 6:40, the student who is fully trained will become like the teacher. Our goal as learners is to become men alive, conformed to the image of Jesus Christ, our master teacher. 